thank you for joining me on the wellspring i'm tali your host and i'm so excited to be be back and be doing another um, episode of this podcast um, today we're going to be talking about forgiveness and reconciliation so i'm super excited to share exactly what it is the lord has brought to my attention prior to starting this episode i would just like to say um most of us have heard about the news about kobe and and his daughter among several other people passing away um, and how hard it was receiving that news um, i personally idolized kobe as a kid and um, it's just crazy to hear that he's gone with li- you know little research that i've done you know realizing you know his fame his awards um, his fortune and uh, the only question i was i was left to ask was lord was this man saved or or how do we know you know that he was we know that he was such a good person and um he loved just about everyone he met um, but it's so hard to, to realize that it doesn't come down to, to being a good person or being the most loving, you know, without um, accepting the Lord Jesus Christ and acknowledging that we're sinners and, you know, we're left bankrupt. So with the little research I've done, um, I think we see a, a public proclamation is the word I was thinking of. We don't really see a public proclamation um, that Kobe has, has made or or has not made, but, you know, a lot of us have done private proclamations, acknowledging other sinners coming to the Lord, so perhaps Kobe did do that, but we sure do not know, and it's one of those things that we're just like, Lord, we hope that he accepted you, we hope that he knew you, Lord, and with that said, um, there's just, just prayers, and pray, I pray that, um, and urge, and encourage you guys to pray with me as I pray for the Bryant family, and those who have lost loved ones, um, just that this time would not be so dark um, and gloomy, but it would be one that people realize, you know, life is short and it flies by. You know, what is it that we're doing to represent Christ in our day-to-day lives? So, praying, um, again, just for comfort and healing in this time. It's not easy. I have no idea, you know, what it's like to to lose a loved one so close to me. Um, I was young when I lost my grandfather, but right now it's just different. If I were to lose someone right now, I'm sure I would be a wreck. So thank you all for um, for praying and uh, for joining me on this third episode of The Wellspring. Okay, okay, first things first. Um, I know people had uh, messaged me a couple of things about what to talk about and uh, how to go about it, but um, I chose forgiveness and reconciliation because I know that it's one of the most important things that um, the Lord has taught me in recent years. Um, I was a very just bitter, angry person, and I thought that, you know, what I felt, you know, whether it was that hurt, that pain, um, that abandonment, I felt like I was, I owed myself that, and because I felt that way, then why why should I have to forgive someone who doesn't, one, acknowledge me, two, even talk to me, or, you know, three, love me, you know, and has chosen to walk out of my life, so it's hard, it was hard, I should say, now it's like, ooh, Lord, this is great, um, but realizing, you know, the Lord uses our pain and our uh, our trials for a specific reason. And sometimes it's just to grow you. Sometimes it's just to show you a lesson. You know, we always have to be open to asking the Lord, you know, in the midst of the trial, what is this for? What's what's the purpose? How is it that you're, you're shaping me and using me, you know, in this moment? So with that said, we are going to be talking about forgiveness, opening up with forgiveness. And um, one common thing I heard about, forgiveness was, you know, one, it takes one person to forgive, you know, 
It's, it's just you and the Lord, but it takes two to reconcile. Forgiveness is a, uh, it's a spiritual act, which means that ultimately we rely on God's grace to accomplish it. Because without relying on God's grace, excuse me for that, then we don't exactly know how to go about forgiveness or we think we have forgiven, but really deep down in our hearts, there's, there's still so much pain, there's so, so much hurt, anger, regret, guilt, condemnation. Um, so forgiveness is, I like to say, it's the, uh, the bridge to reconciliation. Without forgiveness, most of the time reconciliation doesn't take place. Um, so we need God's assistance to forgive. A couple things um, that I struggled with when, uh, you know, I was in the, the bitterness, anger, and all that kind of stage. I know I always ask, like, why? Why should I forgive that person? What, what, what's one reason why I should walk this out? And what's one reason that I should kind of... Because the thing is, we think forgiveness is forgetting. You know, but forgiveness is, is letting go. It's giving it to the Father. It's, it's not in your hands anymore. Don't even go back to it. We should forgive, obviously, because the Lord calls us to forgive. Um, I always think of Matthew 18 and good old Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I shall forgive him? Until seven times? Jesus said unto him, I say unto you, until seven times, but until 70 times, times seven, which is an insane amount. Um, it's funny that the Lord, the Lord would use such a huge drastic number because you think about the things in day-to-day living that get us upset, um, whether it's with strangers or encounters with people and, you know, in, in the job and how, how difficult it can be just to let something, whether small or big, go. You know, who stole my lunch? You know, <laughs> although I will say that has never happened to me. Um, so forgiveness is giving it to the Lord. Like I said, it's not forgetting, but it's remembering that the Lord Jesus Christ died on that cross and he shed his blood and he has called us to forgive. And that's what we should walk in. What does forgiveness look like? Ooh, man, forgiveness looks like freedom. We always have to, again, think back and realize that Jesus Christ died for us. Our dirty, raggedy, sinful selves. And he has chosen to forgive us. Think about the things that you do day to day and how that would upset the Father. You know, and how in our times of, you know, attempting to grow deeper with the Lord and how, you know, we idolize things and we forget. We just, you know, is then on the back burner and, and realizing that his forgiveness is there. Forgiveness feels like freedom. It looks like walking day to day, trusting in the Lord that he's got you, that he has forgiven you, he's redeemed you, and that you also ought to do the same thing. When, you know, talking to someone about whether it's asking for forgiveness or you're one-on-one, so you're just, you know, with the Lord and, and you um, asking, like I said, those questions, why, Lord, and what is what do I even do, you know? Forgiveness doesn't require, most of the time, it doesn't even require confrontation. I know I've had to confront to forgive, um, but most of the time, other times it's definitely just been me and the Lord, and Lord, I, I don't know how to go about this. I don't know what I feel. I don't know why I feel it, but I know that it's, it's stopping me from growing in you. I know that this anger and this resentment that I feel in my heart towards this person is wrong because you tell me it's wrong. Now help me get through this. Help me to forgive. Help me to look upon you and your light and your blood, Lord. Help me to look on Calvary where you forgave me. 
So forgiveness is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And also a question comes up, who should I forgive? When should I forgive? Matthew 18 just tells us that we should forgive everyone. You know, like I said before, that ginormous number, the Lord knew that we would have encounters, we would get angry, we would be so sickened and be, uh, how quick we are as humans to just, to like hate, you know, um, how quick we are to judge. And the Lord doesn't call us to do any of those things, but he does call us to forgive. So when we think those things, we must be, you know, approaching the Lord's throne asking for forgiveness. When? All the time, every day. For forgiveness is a is a day-to-day thing, making sure, you know, that you let that go. Lord, you know, reconcile my heart with yours. Check my heart. You know, where's, where's the ugliness in it? Woo, God is good. I love that we get to go to the Lord and approach his throne and, and ask for forgiveness. Because there's no one better to go to to ask and to approach than our own creator, who the one who, who breathed us into existence, who breathed life upon us. Forgiveness is something that we can walk in and walk out, so why not do it? Why not take the time to sit with the Father and and ask him, what are the things in my heart that you're telling me to let go? Who is it that I'm mad at? Who is it that I'm not forgiving? Lord, is, is it my past? Is it is it in the now? Is it someone I know? Why not take the time to, to see exactly what it is the Lord, what and who and, and where the Lord is putting on your heart? So with that said, we'll move on. And I'm sorry that it wasn't such a long thing but about forgiveness, but we must know that it's, it's the bridge to reconciliation and it is so fo- important in our day-to-day lives, right? Romans 5.10, for while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son. How much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? How much more? All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. So with that said, we are in the ministry of reconciliation. Keep saying day-to-day living, you know, showing the fruit of the fact that we are laborers and we are children of God, ministry of reconciliation, quick to forgive and, and quick to show love. And that continues on in Romans, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God, be in tune, be ready. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, obviously, being Jesus, that in him, Jesus Christ, we might become the righteousness of God. So what exactly is reconciliation? How do we walk out in reconciliation? How do we, sometimes it's just like, is this something I'm doing or not doing? Lord, what is it? Reconciliation is one of those things. Did I act that out? Am I showing that? John MacArthur says about reconciliation, that it always portrays God as the reconciling sinners, as the ones reconciled since it was human sin that raptured the relationship between God and man. Thus, reconciliation is not something man does, but what he receives. It is not what he accomplishes, but what he embraces. Reconciliation does not happen when man decides to stop rejecting God 
for when God decides to stop rejecting them. It is a divine provision by which God's holy displeasure against alienated sinners is appeased. His hostility against them removed and a harmonious relationship between him and them established. Reconciliation only occurs because God, God was graciously willing to design a way to have all the sins of those who are his removed from them. As far as the east is from the west, Psalm 103 tells us, cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. He tells us in Micah, and cast all their sins behind his back. He tells us in Isaiah. This past year was definitely one of those years, uh, a year of reconciliation, a, a year that brought forth healing and um, oneness with, with whether it's family and friends. Reconciliation is, is hard because we think we're either not doing enough or not doing anything or doing too much. But really, reconciliation is all about the price that was paid on the cross. When we, when we reconcile with another person, both of us must first, you know, act and ask and offer forgiveness. But it, it has to go further than that because people choose to do whatever it takes to restore this relationship or, or, um, or friendship. You know, one person can be completely willing, and, but if the other person is not willing, you know, reconciliation is not possible. And that's the thing, reconciliation. It's only harder just because it requires three. I guess technically three when you include the Lord. This means that I can for forgive someone for damning our friendship, but perhaps I don't feel safe to resume the friendship. And that's why, you know, certain people deny that, whether it's forgiveness or reconciliation, because they don't know if the same result is going to come from a broken relationship. Or we might forgive and be ready to reconcile, but the other person no longer desires the relationship. I've had that, or the other person can forgive me, but not want to reconcile, or the other person forgives me, but I don't want to reconcile. And we should always be willing to reconcile. We should always be willing to, to confront um, what it is that so-and-so has done, and sometimes that's hard. Confrontation was, oh my God, that's so hard to do. You know, especially when someone doesn't realize that they did hurt you, so you're just, you know, going up to them, walking, talking, and like, hey, I have to talk to you about something. Yeah, what's up? Oh, well, you know, that, that one time, da 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 Huh? You know, like, people don't always see the same perspective or don't hear the same thing, so that's why it's always important to confront. Um, forgiveness is an interior discipline, right? And reconciliation is an, is a, uh, it's, it's an outward process. It, it keeps going. Reconciliation is not private because it must include at least one other person, obviously. Um, and sometimes we include Matthew 18 in that, just with, you know, where two or more are gathered. Um, sometimes reconciliation includes others as well, such as pastors, mediators, and counselors. But when we're working on reconciliation, of course you have to work on, you have to allow the Lord to work on you first. You must cooperate with, you know, the spirit and um, the person who you're trying to reconcile with. Whew. That's a lot only because without reconciliation, if we don't walk out in reconciliation and forgiveness, do we truly see what it is that the Lord has done for us? Do we understand that his blood and his body were pierced and his blood ran red, red for us? So how, how can we forgive our own parents, uh, people we work with, friendships who don't even talk to you? Right? How do you go about working on reconciliation in a case like that? 
Um, one thing is for sure, because reconciliation takes two, you obviously, you know, need, you know, the other person available. But that doesn't mean you give up. Um, you know, you want to keep seeking the Lord. You want to keep asking him for guidance and strength, you know. When you get to the forgiveness part, you realize, you realize you'll be more willing to, to be reconciled with this person. Some of us know, but I know that each time I've, I've you know, crossed the bridge, the horizon of, of forgiveness, then the sea of reconciliation just floods. How can I forgive when the other people, friends, family, won't even make an effort? And half the time, that's what you're going to get. And I know I keep saying it over and over about just praying about it, and, and it seems so cliche, but it's so true because in all things, the Lord in all things the Lord knows our heart. He knows how willing we are. Um, we have to pray that the Lord will soften their hearts, that the two, um, you know, the friendships would become one, this reconciliation will work out, that you have to go to the Lord and ask him, like, I want this, but do I want this selfishly so I can just move on? Or am I wanting to walk in forgiveness and reconciliation because it's what you command me to do, right? So we can forgive those who have hurt us who don't even talk to us, who have chosen to block us off, have chosen to ignore us by approaching God. Always approach God. And I, I guess I should make this point. Without God, you know, without accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then forgiveness and reconciliation kind of seem kind of iffy. You know, or you qu don't quite understand it. You can't grasp it. When those who have chosen to, you know, to move on and to not talk to us anymore, and that often hurts. I know I've been there. Um, but we can take grasp on this. We can have potential. We can have healing take place just by going to the Father. And sometimes we may, we may never hear from a person. With today's, you know, media sources and things like that, it's always, if you can't meet up, then you kind of, you, you would love to, you, meeting up would obviously be so much better and fruitful. But if you have to acknowledge the fact that you just want reconciliation, um, obviously shooting a message and and showing your eagerness and willingness, you know, to heal and to reconcile with this person. It's not a bad thing. You know, you, you're going to want this. Reconciliation is as, as complicated as the people involved, and it can require more time and patience than forgiveness because of all the moving pieces. Another huge factor in reconciliation is the, uh, like the intrusion and other people coming in and out of other friends and family members. Like, because you feel this way, and you want to approach this person about what it is that you've done. You have friends and family from, from that side saying, oh, what did it, you know, just almost gossip. Additional people can provide strength and wisdom, you know, and encouragement, obviously, from the church and people you fellowship with. They can also provide more op opportunities for, <laughs> for argument, miscommunication, and flawed strategies. Just because no one, no one outside of you two, the person who you're trying to forgive and reconcile with, they don't know all the 100% details. So how can I forgive if I'm still hurt from the past? And this goes before even forgiveness, but just realizing that you need healing, that you have wounds, scars, pains, doubts, and questions, and you want the Lord to take it all. Just ask, letting him know that, hey, I want to walk this out. I want to do what you have called me to, but there's so much pain. Looking back at the past hurts. You can cry again. You know, you can, you can feel like you're going through it all over again. But when you look to the Lord and you let him know that you're eager and growing in his love, 
his his will for you then it all falls into place reconciliation is like i said earlier it's it's harder because it involves someone else in the past forgiveness it's it's all about us right am i like basketball when when you're playing you know offense and you get the ball and you know that the the coach has called it that they pass it to you and you shoot the ball are you going to take that shot if you hesitate it's most likely going to be too late we think we're you know we're entitled to the the feelings that we have that because so and so hurt me that means so and so hates me and da, 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 da. the truth is um the lord loves us all children of god um and the things that we feel can sometimes misguide us can can blind us i know that was me for a while just realizing that because so and so hurt me then that means that I can go about, you know, pretending to walk in forgiveness or we, we try to like brush it off our shoulders or like, you know, that this doesn't really mean anything no more. Any anything. Ooh, I cannot speak right now. This doesn't mean anything to me anymore. But in all reality, we're hurt, we're wounded, and we're just craving that attention from that person who hurt us. But really, we need to heal first. We need to then learn how to forgive and how to forgive. 70 times 7. And then we need to be reconciled with this person, knowing that we as children of God have been reconciled to God. Meaning, we are able to forgive. We're able to heal. We're able to reconcile only because of what Christ has done for us. And I know everyone has has different situations and um, instances in which they've been hurt. So forgiveness and reconciliation can look different. But when you do it on the, the Lord's word, when you put it side by side, you realize that he's calling you to it. There doesn't need to be any hesitation. We don't have to be afraid. Sometimes we won't get the response we want or needed. You know, I had that conversation and I told her how I felt and, and this and that and that and this. But um, we just kind of shook hands and, and left and that was it. Sometimes it's going to end like that. What's important is that you've you've done this in the light of God because he called you to, because he called you to walk forgiveness out, walk in reconciliation, to let go of the things of this world that are, are so temporary. I think there was a question uh, my pastor had mentioned a couple weeks ago, just like, how often are we thinking about heaven? I know, I just like, oh God, not often. Because we get so, so caught up in the here, the now, the feelings that the hurts and i'm not saying you know what you're feeling is wrong and you should just ignore them but i'm saying take what you're feeling acknowledge it to the lord he's going to be the only one that gets you through this sure friends and family and fellowship will help but if you don't go to the lord if you don't take that first step then this bridge this forgiveness bridge to get into the to the sea of reconciliation does take some time and both of it does forgiveness and reconciliation take time they take patience they take just endurance because despite what other people saying or despite how long it it feels because you, you have a lot in there there's so much that we carry without even realizing it and then when we go to the lord and we ask him for forgiveness he d he's just so quick to show you what it is that you're holding on to what it is that has darkened your heart and and covered up your eyes what has kept you from you know, walking in his ways. And when we get there, I promise, 
insolvency. So thank you for joining me on the Wellspring. Um, I know these <laughs> podcasts aren't too long. Um, at least I try not to make them too long. But if you have any questions, comments, please feel free to uh, message me. Um, subscribe and like this channel. Um, and uh, let me know what you think. What is, what is it that, that you want to hear? you know, from, from these podcasts, what, what is it that you're expecting? Um, I always appreciate feedback. I appreciate the good and the bad helps me to improve in certain areas. So please feel free to go to www.thewellspringpod.com, subscribe, um, join the email list so that, you know, you can get notifications and things like that, um, for when I post podcasts or blog posts. So, um, this is just a prayer for you all just to go out and to walk in the strength and the, and the will um, and the obedience that the Lord has called us to, you can forgive. You can move on. You can be reconciled with, with that person who you long to have reconciliation with. You can do it. But it's not by your might. It's not by your strength. But it's only by the Holy Spirit. It's nothing that you have done. It's true, the past is in the past. But it's something that Christ ultimately has already has already accomplished. Walk in his reconciliation. Walk in his plan, his destiny for, for you and your life, his calling for you. Ask him. Ask him what it is. So thank you again for joining me. Please feel free again. Keep saying it to like, subscribe, um, all these things. But thank you guys for joining me on the Wellspring. And I am out.